0: Hey Skyfarers, and welcome to a the character and overlords podcast. I'm Lee, the Arcanine Admiral, and uh, joining me today, we've got uh, a bit of a mixture of our regular team and uh, and some special guests. So um, let's get straight into it and do some introductions. Uh, we've got our resident uh, Lord Magnate, Alexander Cron. Hey, guys. How are you going? Good?
1: Good. Hang on. I might just quit out and come back. Okay. Get <laughs> camera on. Sorry. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, we'll introduce everyone else while you're doing that. Um, and we have uh, Dan. Daniel. Howdy.
2: Yes, sir. Howdy ho.
0: We have had you on before, haven't we, Dan?
2: Once and uh, my one year old was napping and he woke up maybe 30 minutes into this into the show and I just had to dip and it was it was awful.
0: Okay, <laughs> um, well, uh, hope, hopefully that uh won't happen today.
2: Yeah, no, um, the wife's watching him now.
0: All right, and uh, special guest, Hello. um, from uh up in Scotland, we have Phil McGuinness.
3: Hello, nice to meet you all virtually. Looking forward to being on.
0: Nice to meet you, too. And I've dubbed you Phil Six Ships McGuinness. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) I think that's a pretty good nickname to have, to be fair.
1: Certainly one way to run a list.
0: (laughs) Well, there's uh, there's lots of ways, as we're seeing a bit. Um, But um, how's everyone uh, keeping at the moment? Is anyone managing to play games?
2: Not here in the states.
0: Not <laughs> uh, Trying,
1: trying to on um, uh, tabletop simulator.
0: No.
1: That still works. That it it kind of works, with it, it it's a long process, especially okay. with certain with certain lists that just require like fifty models yeah. to be moved in blocks.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: I so
1: one I've, heard, click and or just... I've heard
3: everything. will just. I've heard a fair amount of fear about Seraphon from people who've played in TTS tournaments.
0: Well, there's a fair there's a fair amount of fear from me, and I've only watched.
3: <laughs> we'll
0: see. But, uh, so they haven't released lockdown yet in, in Australia yet, Grom.
1: Um, not quite. We are at they're they're, they're really uh, lifting restrictions at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um. We haven't actually had any um, virus in here for uh, 14 days now.
2: Oh,
0: well, there you go. Who knows? Uh, that's what I, was asking. So, I knew in Australia, in uh, New Zealand, they've been, uh, that some people have been managing to get gains. So. And I know you yeah. both, Australia and New Zealand, have both been doing managing things a lot better than the rest of us.
1: We do have like twenty million people in the entire country, so you know we're not exactly a large population.
3: Right. Our our local game store has published uh, tentative reopening plans for some sort of socially distanced games in the sort of August-ish time. So I think that's probably the timescales that we are looking at.
0: Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. It's pretty weird because um, obviously in you're in Scotland. Uh, are in England and we're meant to be the same country in theory but the lockdown has actually
3: <laughs> yeah it's pretty different I was just I was just talking before the show um with Dan We were saying the ha- the highlight for me probably was when the government uh, made it illegal to drive to Wales for about a day that was, <laughs>
0: that was a good one well there was a brief period where I could have driven to see you in Scotland but you couldn't have driven to England in theory
3: I <laughs> like the Roman conquest so yeah. what you you could
1: have gone to Scotland, but you couldn't have come back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't know that. Well, assuming they let me over the border. <laughs> okay. Um. Right. So before we start looking at some lists, um, uh, there's a little bit of news that at least I want to show. I don't know if anyone else got some news. Let's see if I can. Oh, I have not got this prepared. It doesn't help. Caradron
2: Overlords, the Warhammer 40k 9th edition meta. How do we fit in?
0: No, no, no. That is not the news. <laughs> That is me, but it's not the news. <laughs> right, let me...
1: I mean, you're ready for those squat lists? I'm ready for those squat lists.
0: <laughs> <laughs> two, here we go. This is what I want to show people. Oh, we yeah. Have So what is a zombec again? You explain it to me. <laughs> so, it's a thing in the book, in the battle tome, that's basically like a flying lighthouse. That's a garrison yeah, yeah. with and guns. It? Obviously, it can't be called a zombec because it's not made by Games Workshop. <laughs> no. But we didn't get faction terrain, but now we kind of do. huh. Well,
2: uh, technically, we have faction terrain.
0: Yeah, we have flying faction terrain. A kind of
1: terrain of
0: a sort.
2: Technically speaking.
0: Yeah. But, From a certain uh, point of view. Yeah. But what do you think? Do you go like this? or? or
2: not? I love it. I think it's so cool. Um, for me, it was just... I think we were talking about it earlier, Was uh, the shipping to the States was outrageous and I just couldn't... Uh, yeah. Could so yeah.
0: Yeah, I've ordered one. Nice, kind of cool.
1: I like I like the dwarf face, the 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 dwarf head. That yeah. that's pretty similar to what we have in in actual Ko ships.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gary yeah. slips really good as well. It's really really high quality. Um, I think it'd be a, a dream a dream to paint as well.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting. I've got some of his uh, dark fantastic meal stuff already. Yeah. So I ordered this and a couple of other bits because, well, might as well have made up to get free postage. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but yeah, so uh, if anyone uh, wants to get some Skyport terrain, head over there and have a look because it's really cool. Um, there was some other news, but I can't remember what it is now. Being sidetracked by microphones not working. What was Preparedness.
1: I mean, have we had any tournament? Have has we had any tournaments?
0: Well, there's the tabletop simulator one. Yeah. Oh, we
2: so had. one guy that did pretty good in that, right?
0: Uh, well, I have uh, a list. That's one of the ah. lists we're going to look at. Um, okay. I remember what the other bit of news was, so and that's price changes.
1: Ah. Uh. Oh, mm. that's it.
0: That's no, no. right. The Ironclad's going up. Yeah, the Ironclad and thunderers and Skyriggers and Thundrix Profiteers.
1: Yeah.
0: Plus general hobby stuff. So, yeah, that all goes up. 1st of June. So if you're thinking about buying stuff, you might as well get it now. Or mm-hmm. before then. Um, yeah. Particularly Thundrix Properties, because that's Really cheap at the moment.
2: Yeah, yeah I saw that. that was going up pretty bad.
0: I, I don't actually know how much is going up by. I did see some prices. I didn't see the one for Pundrix. Um, oh, and endless spells are going up. Like Most of the faction endless spells, and the Lion Sorcery, and, and so if you want to get Ender spells for Spelling the Bottle, they're all going up. So get them now, I guess.
1: Which it we does. do use, yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much the news, really. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't have new battle times every week, can we? Correct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Still cracking the code on this one. So, right, should we look at some this then? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's look at some Yeah. Lists. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have to zoom in. No zoom in mm. Okay, so I don't know how well how well you can see that, guys. Mm-hmm. Can you see it? Okay, I
2: got it. Yep. it, it
0: mm-hmm. it's um, I'm gonna have to talk through it as well because some people listen to the show on podcast without video, so. Uh first list we're going to look at, basically, we're going to look at a load of lists that players have taken to tournaments and done fairly well with, um, because we can't look at every list um, that's been to a tournament, because that would take forever. <laughs> um, so, we're going to, I picked this one to look at first, because it's the list that a lot of people refer to as the one list. Mm. The Neo of lists. No <laughs> so this is Gary Parsifal. list. Yeah, mm. uh, is a list that he took to heat one at Warhammer World. Um, so uh, it's Barracks Ilphin, Iron Sky Command, uh, Endron Master with Dirigible Suit as General, uh, Grudge Bearer as his command trait, Artifact is Staff of Ocular Optimization, then he has a chemist, that's spell in the bottle, a navigator. One unit of Arkenauts, which I'm assuming Gary would rather weren't, wasn't there because he hates and <laughs> um, Three units of engine riggers, two of which have got shooty loadouts with uh, body cannons and drill launchers. Uh, one with a full melee and pistols. And then he has a gun hauler, a sky cannon, which has also got the engine work a uh, Sparta torpedo, And then he has an Ironclad with Great Skyhook. And that has oh. the Dealbreaker Battle Ram. And yeah. Warp Lightning Vortex. Hmm. Nice. Um,
1: I like the Warp Lightning
0: Vortex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming you're all fairly familiar with this list already.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I like his um the the combo of the the battle ram on the ironclad and the skyhawk to just give it that extra two mortal wounds when it charges.
0: Oh. Oh it's not at all. actually no, I think I made a mistake on that. What? Yeah, I think that's an input mistake I think it's actually I don't think he has the skyhawk. Yeah, I think he actually has the sky cannon. I think I just clicked the wrong thing on the uh, drop down when I made these. <sighs> yes. Started over. Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> the whole, the, I'll read all thirteen pages. And stuff. We
1: start the next session.
3: <laughs> but I think I, th- I think Gary is the Gary is an advocate of using the boats quite aggressively, and having them in a combat focus. So I think I think the point the point still roughly stands. Um, and I think yeah, yeah it, it, it does what it says in the tin. I think uh, I think for me, uh, you might struggle a little bit if you've got stuff that's got ranged output or some mortal wounds of the riggers chipping wounds off them quite early then you're really relying on the ironclad for all of your all of your output i think you might not be able to play at range as much as you might like um but it's just going to blow some armies completely away especially if you give away first with this Mm -hmm. if you get a double there's you know good 60 percent of armies you're just going to take off the table straight away yeah yeah uh
0: yeah because we in the whatsapp chat uh we mentioned it briefly yesterday um with with yourself and and Gary because um, a lot of people still go by the the sort of mantra k o shouldn't be in combat mm-hmm. um which I basically you and Gary both agree is probably not necessarily the case anymore um and we're going to look at your list in, in a minute as well it's, we've got a lot of tools for doing damage in combat now mm-hmm. yeah many of which aren't actually by-fighting. But,
3: um, but I think, I, I think yeah. the problem is a lot of the time people compare us to armies that have sort of ridiculous output like uh, Big War or Slaanesh or, you know, whatever like that. And we don't have the same sort of point of power as, you know, a Moor Crusher or hour you know, Boys or, you know, Triple Keeper or something that, like that. So, yes, we're not, we're not a combat army in that sense, hmm. but you don't have to just sit at the back. The whole time.
0: No. At some point, you've got to try and get on to objectives. Yeah. Normally, there's going to be someone else on that objective first. Uh, just generally, if, you, if you're trying to maximize your damage output, then you can't really yeah. ignore combat because there's a lot of damage output you could be doing that you're not if you, if you don't do that. Um, but, you know, as you said, engine riggers are quite fragile. So, and yeah. because you can't put them in the ships, yeah, some like potentially other armies with ranged output, yeah, can sort of chip away at them. They, they won't last long actually, because you know, in units of six, there's 12 wounds. So, and if you, yeah, if you, you've if you lost one with um, battle shock, you know, there's two wounds, you've got two wounds apiece they soon. Yeah, you don't battle shock isn't too much of an issue with them, but mm. if you do, whenever if you do lose them, then it it hurts a bit more because it's you know, you're, you're losing two wounds.
1: Well, I, I don't know a book's got a lot of way to meditate, um, battle shock loss. Yeah, we can we can get around that. There's an iron sky command or something where just eight well, an eight inch is, bubble of mm-hmm.
0: this is an iron sky command. So if, if they're near the ship, yeah, they want to be. Yeah, that won't be an issue in this one because it'd
1: be they'll be. They'll inevitably be near somewhere near the ship. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Now, That's one special. of one of I think the minor challenges that you get into with um, engine riggers in particular, and you may have to correct me if I'm wrong here, but if you're flying high and they are hitching, can they can they land in cover or not? I'm not sure if they can mm. land within because the ship can't land in terrain. The ship
1: can't land within
3: can an an the range.
0: Rig- it doesn't hmm. say that they can't, so I would assume yeah. they can. Um I can't remember what the distance is actually that the ship has to be away from terrain. One one
1: inch from terrain and um from other objectives, yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah, so but it doesn't can. say
1: anything about the about anyone else who might hitch yeah. on with it.
3: Mm.
0: Okay. Yeah. So they they so it can probably they be assumed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good point. i never had um, hmm. I've already thought about that before, but I just, I've it, always assumed they could.
3: Because if you're able to hitch onto the terrain with a 3+, plus, that's cracking. Yeah. But if you're only hitching around, especially with smaller units, and you're sitting there on a 4-up, like, mm. I don't
0: know. Yeah. But the, the worst thing is say if you don't get the choice of who goes first, or if you... Sure. Even if you do get the choice and you, you underestimate your opponent, and you you make them go first, and then you lose lose a lot of rigors in turn one. Then.
2: So yeah, they uh, they
0: can't.
2: Sorry, they uh yeah they can't go into the terrain. It has to be one inch away from the terrain as well for the hitchers.
3: Yeah, I thought I thought yeah. that was the case. Oh, uh... yeah. yeah. So I think I, I think that would make it a lot. I think that would make this um, the kind of rigor spam list a lot more effective if you could hitch them and just drop them into the terrain, and then they're sitting there in a three plus, and they can't be battle shocked. I think that's I think that's really juicy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's interesting as well. I've not really thought about that. Um, it's one of those things that you sort of read it and then you don't. What What you kind of get the idea of what it does? Yeah. You don't you read it again. I, th-
3: this is also a big tip for people playing against Caradron as well. Is that like, the the first couple of practice games I played, I was like flying high onto terrain and onto objectives and things like that until I read it through again, then I was like, well, that's, that's totally cheating. But technically that, you
1: know, can't, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's a, but yeah. that's a big deal, there's terrain all over the board, and especially if you're playing lots of ships, like, it's fine moving onto them, obviously, but if you're playing against KO, they can't just be landing on top of an infinitely high pillar or something like that. Yeah.
0: No, that, yeah, and if you play a, a board of a large amount of terrain, that's going to make a big difference. hmm hmm yeah. yeah. Definitely something to bear in mind um but uh, yeah generally speaking that's, this this can put out a lot of damage it's got quite a few different ways to do more wounds uh yeah. both with the spell and the two engine works um the uh one little combo that I think that I quite like is grudge bearer and the staff of ocular optimization um,
1: yeah oh on the chemist yeah
0: no on the uh Andrew original suit isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah just generally speaking that combo because actually most most generals can have that command trait mm-hmm. it works quite well on, on a few different heroes um you know because you get the plus one to hit and then extra damage mm-hmm. it's quite a good way it's quite a good tool to have in your box for dealing with heroes because the plus one to hit Mitigates lookouts, uh, mm-hmm. and then obviously the damage. Yeah. But it only, the damage only applies to one enemy hero. Okay, I, I don't think we need to talk about this list much more because I think most people are already familiar with it. Do you all agree?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just a, yeah, it's a solid list, really.
3: Hmm. I'd be interested to see how it plays later in games. Like turn three and four, because I think, I think a lot of the power of this list is its initial oomph. Say um,
1: all or nothing,
3: and a double but, turn. But but you can maybe play it differently. I mean, uh, there maybe is another way to play it, but um, it seems to be quite quite heavily around that sort of one into two, and you'll blow away almost any army if you do get that double.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, the, the other thing we did mention was it's quite low drop count. So, obviously, you're getting the, the choice a lot of the time um, to set up for that double turn. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember what my notes are uh, Gary hates half lots of my notes. Uh, one thing Gary said to me was that in the future, he would drop the drill cannons for one Skyhook and one grapnel. Mm. Uh, um he, he lost to Idenf and they started with it. INF is generally a difficult man to
2: but... Yeah, it's kind of surprising though with how we can fly high now and basically almost pick whatever unit outside of screening units to be in front of. It's, Interesting
0: that
2: you know he lost Idenath.
0: Yeah, uh and the yeah, the other thing is he can fly high with most of his army there. Mm-hmm. And so you can sort of take up a position in the in the center of the board where the eels probably can't sort of reach you as well. Right. But so I'm they, sure they, they on the table later, something.
1: Yeah. Are, so the eels will come on six inches, but um, nine's away from you. They can usually like they, there's no real place in your deployment zone that they can't get to you.
0: No, mm-hmm. so, I mean if you took the uh, you could maybe get into the center of the board. Yeah. Um, depends, I mean, it depends on the battle plan.
3: Yeah, so, I was. Yeah, I was just going to say battle plan is such a big part of this as well. I think a lot of the discussion that we end up having, and I definitely have when I talk to my mates about it, is it's always army versus army. And, mm. yeah, that's obviously a part of it. But that that can totally swing one way or the other depending on the battle plan. Okay, and I think,
1: you won't really yeah. discuss where the objectives are on yeah. the board. and where, where, where It kind of forces you to get too close to comfort.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we... Um... Yeah, we know what I know what you lost to. I don't know what the games were. Um. So yeah, could it? Yeah, and yeah. there could have been realm realm effects as well. Who knows what they were? So I don't know. But moving on. Um, this list might look familiar to someone here. <laughs> big fan,
3: big fan of this guy.
2: Yeah. Oh, God, this list is terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Uh, talk us through it, Phil.
3: Uh, cool. Um, well, this is uh, one of the lists that I've played the most. I've probably played about 10 or 15 games with this in tournaments since the books come out. And um, so I went to a couple of one-days with it as well. Um, and I just find it gave me a lot of flexibility and. Most importantly, what I wanted to have was I wanted to have a list that played really differently to how KO was in the previous edition. Mm. Um, And I wanted to have play later on in game, so like turn three and four. I felt like um, some of the other lists that I played with, picked Vortex or picked uh, a bunch of Riggers or something like that, I felt like I would lose or I'd struggle after turn one or two. And I'd, I'd, I'd either blow them away or I'd struggle. And so I really wanted to have a list that had a bit of game sort of later on, Um, but because it was so high drops as well, I wanted to, I mean, I effectively always deploy in the same way. I just sit in the corner screen with 20 Arkham Company and then pick them up on my first turn if I have to. Um, But I think it's really important to have game later on. Uh, And the frigates and the gun haulers especially give you so much of that. So I think to contrast that with riggers, for example, if you take five or six wounds into the riggers, you lose... Five or six wounds of output. If you take five or six wounds into a gun hauler or a frigate, you lose none of your output until mm-hmm. you've lost the whole bracket, effectively. Because we're not, we don't degrade at any point. So there's, uh, I think the idea was to try and give the opponent not many good choices, if that makes sense. So there's lots of things that you can go for here, but destroying each one of them in particular is not, is not going to be huge. Um, the attack squadron I think is really, really handy. It's won us um a couple of games, probably my hardest one, um that I had against Ian Spink playing bone splitters. Um, I wouldn't have got close without uh, the Arcanaut company being able to get out, get on the objectives, get on the three plus um on the three plus save. Um, and I think having that flexibility is really, really important with it. Um in the tournament that I did the best in with it, this one at Four of the Old World, I played this at a one day as well. Uh, but at Fall of the Old World, I also got some good matchups. I played against four destruction armies, um, which I think is a really, really solid matchup for us. I think it's really good. and um, their saves are low enough that uh, a list like mine, which does less damage than some of the sort of 20 thunder builds that I think are also really strong, or all the you know, the triple engine rigger builds, um, m- my list does a lot less damage than that. But against armies like destruction who tend to have low saves, low leadership, mm-hmm. I think it did it did quite well. Um but also, in in my meta, there's also quite a lot of OBR. Um, and I think it's really got game into that as well. Um, OBR, the, the kinds of lists that you're going to play against is 16 Motec guard lined up across the front. Um, and a list like this can just literally move to one side of the board, delete the unit, fight to the other side of the board, delete the unit. Um, and I was also really keen to build a list that was able to give away priority because I always find myself at the end of tournaments saying things like, oh, if I if only had won this priority, I would have won the game. Um, but actually, I think the idea should be to put yourself in a position where, as, as far as possible, that is not conditioning the outcome. Um, and this list, um, I found, I'm not saying it was, it was perfect in that sense, I still took it on occasion, but I found that I was more able to give away priority and soak things up with the, the Arcanaut company or the gun hauler, or just throw stuff away. Um, which I think is really, really handy. Um, And finally, you can also do a nifty little uh, deployment with this list as well, where you're putting three gun haulers up front, um, a frigate on either side, the ironclad in the middle, and then the frigates can drop their Arcanaut Company off behind. So you can move the entire blob in a circle and all the opponent can attack, potentially for two turns, is either the three gun haulers at the front, which is 30 wounds on a four-up, potentially rerolling one set per um, per turn, or they can try and fight the arcanor company on the back if they can teleport. So I, th- I think it was, it's it was quite a defensive and quite a reactive list. Um, and I think that's that's how I, I usually play. I'm not very good at, don't really have the chops to do an alpha strike list, um, but that was handy. Um, and I also know that one of the things I struggled with um, in the past was uh, getting through high armour targets, um, even in the shooting phase. And so I tried to stack as many mortal wounds in there as I could. So the, I got the shock gauntlets in, obviously all the malefic sky mines and the, the death settlers and things like that. And that was really handy because I'm almost always giving away first um, or other people might be taking first, or whatever. Um, and being able to clear, clear your lines in one combat phase, th- th- this list should put out about 10 to 15 mortal wounds a turn in combat. Um, and that's really, really handy. I think that's an overlooked strength of, uh, of KO.
0: Definitely, a lot a of more wound output yeah. in this book. Yeah, um, yeah. In stark contrast to the old book as well, where there's very limited ways of getting water wounds, we're almost yeah. kind of for choice now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And particularly with Zilfin, when you get the extra engine work, yeah, if you can, you can basically get three different ships doing water wounds on the charge, um, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, and then you've also got it on the en- Endron Master as well there. Um, so even it sounds like it's a list that's quite resilient and defensive, but then when you, it has got punch on, on the attack as well because, you know, if you charge all those ships in the same turn and the same target, you're going to do you're a not- lot more wounds. Yeah. I was going to quickly run through it for, because you mentioned some of the units, uh, but for the people, that will end up listening to this rather than watching, just exactly what, what you've got. So, uh, uh, your Baron yeah. Zilfin, um, you're, you've got two heroes. Uh, one is an Endron Master, uh, well, they're both Endron Masters with sort of, uh, on foot, the Endron Harness. Uh, one has the Command Trait Grudge Bearer um, with the Artifact Seismic Shock Gauntlet that you mentioned. The other one has the Zilfin Artifact Staff of uh, Optimization. And then two units of Argonaut Company, which are part of your battalion. Three gun haulers, one of which has the Spar torpedo. Two frigates, which are also part of the Attack Squadron Battalion. One has the Malefic Sky Mines. They both got Sky Cannons, and then you've got the Ironclad as well with the battle Um You also own it, 1960. Did you? Yeah. Find that you got a triumph a lot.
3: Yeah, I got a triumph. I think almost every game. Um, obviously, the one that you want is another reroll saves. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of it we can use maybe less. Uh, but the reroll saves triumph. If you roll like I think I rolled that in one of the games and it was unbelievable. Because um, mm. so I usually like uh, previously played Urbaz quite a bit, and so I'm used to having that extra triumph. Um, but it really gives you that flexibility to say, I'll say reroll the ironclad's wounds this turn. And then in the next combat phase, I can still reroll its saves. And it just makes it such an unappealing target. And at that point, your opponent's thinking, well, I can either take the three-up rerollable ironclad or I can fight all of the gun haulers, which doesn't really matter if I kill them. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that helps with giving people bad choices. But I think uh, an area of weakness probably would be on the hero missions. That's the one that I lost in the in the final game to... To try and win the tournament, and I had Zinsh on three places of arcane power, and I just didn't have enough. Didn't uh, have enough juice.
1: It, yeah. It's still a, but general weakness of our book is we don't have yeah. as many tough, survivable heroes as other people would. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. We just we can't like we've got the individual Endomus, and he helps, but other people have. Like Ghoul cool Kings on Dragons or Greater Demons or
0: Magash. Yeah. Archeon.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a- I mean the the Admiral. Yeah. I think I think the Admiral has an honorable mention there. Like being able to pass his wounds off on a five and yeah. a three plus save. I think he's I think he's really, really survivable. But I think you struggle to justify him maybe if you're looking at three heroes. That's quite a lot of points, especially if you don't want to just take two chemists or two Engine masters or something like that.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: The, the admiral the... isn't great at anything else other than survival, nope. really. Um, maybe when maybe, maybe if we get a new edition.
0: Maybe. Great. I. Mean, I, d- I still don't know what to think about him because there's some really good artifacts he can have. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then he's. I think if he. Maybe if he just come down to like one twenty, just be enough to be able to sneak him into something. I don't know.
2: How many points is he right now? I thought he was one twenty. Oh, one forty. Oh
3: that's right. If he could take if he could take the void stone, the navigator artifact, the order dispel, I think you'd be I think you'd be really tempted then. That's something that I've seen people include recently, which I think is really smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: If he could have his command trait in Zilfin, uh, the one that lets you fly yeah. high in the hero phase, <laughs> and then he'd be, you know, you just have like two iron cards. <laughs> like, so, uh, basically, it's not a hero phase move, but it's basically the same as a hero phase move, that'd be really good. Um, what notes do I have down, things that you've already mentioned by the looks of it? Yeah, yeah, a lot of destruction. He came came third though, really good, really really good result. So, I assume you're happy with that. Um, yeah,
3: yeah, really happy. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I, I I definitely respect the more the slower play style, uh, the the slow the slower way to play ko. Just hmm. kind of staying back and just methodically picking off bits of the army, but just staying out of that that yeah. initial. Not doing the alpha strike and just moving your way up. Be slow, never aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's act- Oh
3: yeah. You go ahead. You go ahead.
1: Um. Yeah. It, it's 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 one of the lists I use for a while. Just I think. Um. Uh, yeah. That that was definitely my my CanCon list. Anyway, for this, for this year was that was that slow approach. I switched it up at SAGT to, to, to do, try and get in on the, the whole Alpha Strike, but no, I, I really like the just... Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think the problem is is that a lot of EOS's missions um, can really, uh, really fuck you up with the sort of stacking scoring, um, and I think that pushes people towards Alpha Strike quite a lot. If you've got like something like 3-pop, you can lose that on turn 2 or 3, if you haven't been scoring. If mm-hmm. the other person gets to go first, you can mathematically be out of it so quickly. So I think that's something that can push you into a faster game, which I don't think really I don't think really favours us, actually. Or, well, it maybe favours us to an extent, but you're putting it down a coin toss on that priority, and then you lose it on turn two or turn three, and you're like, oh, damn, I lost. But, yeah. yeah. Well, so, something else that's
0: just occurred to me about your list is the free gun haulers with the ironclad. Um, it's obviously still only one five plus, but you potentially can shift off 30 wounds from your ironclad onto gun haulers.
3: Oh, just the gun haulers just absolutely make my life. Like, they're, so, they're so good and they're so annoying. And they can just pop up all over the place. And um, yes. especially that, uh, that once per game 16 inch move really, really catches people out. And being able to sort of sneak over and maybe like charge a hero or charge onto an objective or something like that. Um that's really, really handy. I'd be keen to keen to see some of the people who've been experimenting with even more gun haulers to see how they get on. But um I do think we'll lack bodies. Um so there's yeah. gotta be a way to get them into the list. That uh that
2: ignore the wound, that doesn't even bump it to the gun hauler either. That just completely negates yeah, it, which it is great.
0: The product just pumped into the gun hauler. Did they change that?
2: That's yeah. That was one 0. It would do that. Now it's just completely negated on a six. Yeah, it's glorious. It's ah. great. Yeah, that was that was, in my opinion, that was probably one of the biggest and best changes for the gun hauler, like yeah. ever.
0: I, think I must have missed, like sort of missed that then. Yeah. yeah it's, just,
3: it's, just, it's just a shrug now. They
0: just shrugged yeah. on a six. I must have just sort of read it and thought, oh, I yeah, still got that. Yeah. Well, the next <laughs> That's interesting. I keep going around in circles with the gun haulers. Uh, one minute, I really like them. The next minute, I'm, I'm out of them. I don't think it helps that at the moment I can't play games. So
1: yeah, they are I'm very kind of... punchy little ships. They, they you you mm-hmm. you, also, you get so they surprise you every time with just how much damage output they will do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I keep, obviously, I'm kind of limited to crunching numbers at the moment. You don't sort of stack up that well in that regard, but then it's swingy because
3: yeah, they can spike.
0: Yeah, any whenever you have a sky cannon on anything, you know, d6 attacks or d6 damage is your choice. And whichever way you go, when you have a d6 involved, it's you could roll a one or you could roll a six. I, th-
3: I think what makes them a lot more reliable as well is especially in Zilfin, with the amount of stuff that flies, you often have fairly reliable access rerolling mm-hmm. ones, yeah. and it's it, it's either it's either that or you can just spark a cp on it because we don't use our cps for that much anyway um so i think that really sort of evens it out a bit
0: yeah
3: for me as well when
2: i run my gun haulers i actually take the drill cannon because on a five they do three mortal wounds just boom and yeah i mean yeah it's only one shot but even I if you don't get that i five, think,
3: yeah. I, think that, I think that's really cool
2: yeah, and even even still, if, like, say you don't get the five, say you just hit and you wound, it's still minus three rend.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? Yeah. yeah, I think the gun haulers yeah. are really overlooked. I, I like them a lot. I take two at least.
0: And the, the range on that drill cannon as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 36 <it's>, inches.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of almost unnecessarily long when you consider that it can fly high. Yeah. Because it's all It's 36 inches on a 12 inch move model that once per game can also move an extra six inches if it needs to. Yeah. So without flying high, I got, yeah, 48. But,
2: but then you remember that rat, even Giselle, you know, Giselle's exist and they're ridiculous range for little rats and it drives me nuts. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. Is there any, anything else about this list, Phil, that you think we haven't covered, or you know, th- things that you're maybe considering changing in the future? Or... Yeah,
3: hey, I think I'm gonna. I think we're gonna stick with it for a while, but I'm tempted to switch out. And I, ne- I didn't end up doing that much ship healing, maybe because I was playing destruction and they couldn't really get to it. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't be averse to switching out one of the Endron masters for an admiral mm-hmm. to make those hero missions a little bit easier.
0: You've got the extra. Forty points spare.
3: Yeah, I could do that. Maybe drop a gun hauler, but I don't know I like it.
1: Really. No, you can't drop a gun hauler. You, yeah, you, you can't have less ships.
3: Yeah, More then ships. you're not fill
2: six ships, McGinnis. We'd have to change. It. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be the main. <laughs> yeah. that's,
2: that's really boxed me in. Yeah, it'd be awful. Doesn't roll off the tongue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess i mean, I think I asked you this before in WhatsApp, but Did you find you use the seismic shockgun as much or not? Uh,
3: I used them in two games and they were quite handy um again that yeah that that might be something that I'd switch up uh but i, I think like so the example that I had was uh, i was against i think it, it's an ironclad is it ironclad the more crusher trait where they get they got the two up I think it is um, um yeah.
0: I'm not used to that so yeah. I know. Yeah,
3: and I played against the chap um, who, uh, he, and he'd beaten me before in a in a in a practice game, and I, I happened to draw him. But the at the next two that I played, uh, and one of the reasons that I put it in, put the gauntlet in, was I was like, look, I couldn't get, I couldn't clear my lines with the Arcanaut Company, and um, uh, sorry, with the Attack Squadron, even all all the ships were just bouncing off the ironclad and uh, off the ironclad more crusher. And I was like, you know, it could be that, or it could be. You know, whatever other three up, two up armor that people are putting in your face on turn one. So I deliberately put sort of investment into the mortal wounds, and it really, it really paid off in that game. We did about, I think I did about 17 mortal wounds to the crusher on turn one, which is a bit lucky. Um, but there are quite a few games where you're ending up uh, chucking one of the Endra Masters out and just leaving him on your back objective, or you're dropping him in the middle, or you know whatever. And it, he's, he's actually quite flexible just to be able to throw around. And say, well, you know, you might, he might kick out uh, three to six mortal wounds from his charge and from uh, his hitting the hammer on a six or something like that. Um, and so that that is quite that is quite handy and takes people by surprise, maybe. But mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's the it's the optimal.
2: Now, does the, seism-
3: did the seismic charge
2: yeah. go off on uh, when the boat charges to, or did they FAQ that?
3: No, it's just when it's just when he charges, so he yeah. has to get out and charge. Okay, I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, technically,
1: tough. when the boat charges, the units inside do not count as charged.
3: Yeah.
2: right. Okay, That felt like I remembered reading that, but wasn't sure. Okay, which is a bit funky. Yeah. yeah.
0: The, the reason I mentioned it was because if you added uh, an admiral, then you, you you'd have you know the choice of any of his artifacts. Yep.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, well, Rune? Rune of Mark is probably one you'd look for there.
0: Yeah, the only the, the awkward thing with that is it's the three closest units, so you'd probably end up that would be end up being your gun haulers. That
3: would gun haulers, you. yeah.
0: Right, it's a shame because you really want your Ironclad to be one of one of the ships that gets the uh, extra artifact, not the not um, yeah,
3: yeah. paper gold. I mean, I think I, th- I think in in plenty of games you end up charging your Ironclad in just to clear your lines anyway so you've got an outside chance of getting it from that but yeah you it, it's a hard one to play around
0: yeah although it's free April gold so yeah you, you don't necessarily want to be picky about who gets it really yeah <laughs> if it's you know it's free potentially free free lots of extra re roll saves yeah so yeah rune mark could be interesting there um has anyone else got any questions for Phil about it this? Doesn't know. Yeah, no. No, no,
1: no I.
2: I like it. I'm going to try it. I have everything to try it. I'm going to try
3: it. Go for it. You can be six ships down. That's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alliterates series Sanchez. Six Six ships, Sanchez.
2: See there it is. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Six yeah. times best.
0: It, it, it,
1: it, it really should be Five Ships Phil and Six six Ships centers. See? <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs> um, oh, look. There's another familiar name.
2: Oh, man. This list is terrible, too. What is this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and what's even worse is this guy showed up twice.
2: Oh, gross.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, I think Alex, if you don't mind, we'll try and go through yours quickly because we talked about them on A4Cast before. Oh yeah, we have. But I'm interested to know if you change your mind about it, or if you thought about, you know, if you've got any sort of more thoughts on them in hindsight. Um. Oh, so this is
1: the. Can yeah, this is so this is the CanCon list. Um the
0: Yeah. I the, know you
1: know. Um, I'm, I'm, this is my slower similar to um Phil's list. Um staying back not, not not taking that immediate turn to Alpha Strike, but just picking them off bit by bit. Mm. It worked it it worked nice. Um but if I could, I, I remember I really wanted to put like, a bigger Endless Spell in, but I just didn't have points. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, the Tony Arkano, I could get rid of the 20 Arkano Company and put a, a Gun hauler in, but it, I really like Tony Arkano Company just for sitting on my back line mm-hmm. and just being a presence. Um Holding up the, the home field objective while the others kind of moved up and were uh, engaged the enemy.
0: Yeah. They really uh, have a big screen for for deployment as well.
1: Also, yeah, but my, my yeah, I think just the general deployment of whether I use this list or the other stack list, there was always all the ships stay in a corner, mm-hmm. and then does the Archonals count arc, um are a screen if if the enemy has some kind of teleporting eels or uh guys! my god i' had I've had some bad
0: experience
1: terror mm-hmm. uh charged my ironclad turn one uh in in one game uh ironclad put up its you know uh it all saves defenses it doesn't matter. guys just mm-hmm. killed it all the thunderers couldn't get out they all died fifteen hundred points down turn one I was like, ah oh,
2: so you're still. Wow. <sighs>
1: That was that was a short game.
2: Yeah. You came back and won, right?
1: Oh oh, yeah, always, always.
2: So I figured.
3: (laughs) Um. Yeah. Well, I.
1: I, Oh yeah.
3: Would you take the rupture again?
1: Um, I do. I do like. I, I do like it. Yeah. It's a. It's the so turn one they they you you kind of bait them to coming into your ships, they'll they'll charge try to try to break through a screen do as much damage as they can to your army, then you can rupture them, uh, half their movement which locks them in place they locks their big killer unit in place, then you teleport off and you've got basically two turns of free reign while their big unit slowly makes its way back into the center where it needs to be, but. The, the other slayer Darkness spell, the uh, uh, the one, the Rift, yes, the Demon demon Fire Rift. It depends on how much Zench we see, because there, there was a lot of Zench in the two tournaments I went to, but obviously haven't really been to any since then. If we keep seeing Zench, that Demon Fire Rift is going to be really useful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just plump that in the middle of their army and just watch all their wizards Give it towel and then blow them yeah. all. Yeah.
0: We'll see that. Yeah, the, the demon is an interesting one because it could it's got a massive amount of potential depending on what your opponent has. Um, but yeah, um, in, in some in some against some opponents, it's not going
1: to do that as much. I think I think with the amount of, of just chaos-themed endless spells that people are using, we really need to see like a, a corrupted Carrot and Overlord army. <laughs>
0: That'd
1: be cool.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so for people that are, aren't, aren't watching and just listening, I'm just going to quickly run through what you've actually got in the list. In case oh, they sure. So, so, first of all, it's Baraka Abaz. Uh, your general is an Ender Master of Ridgible suit who has the command
1: with
0: Fosflex tra- bomblets, always, always, as <laughs> yeah, command trait is tough as old boots. And then you have a chemist with the spell in the bottle, 20 Archnauts, 20 Thunderers, which uh, you've got one fumigator, four deck sweepers, four ape cannons, and one mortar. There are two gun haulers, both with sky cannons, one with the Herbaz engine work, which is prep of more grim. And then your Ironclad, which has the Brilliant Orients Aid and a Sky Cannon, and Grunstock Escort Wing as your battalion, and yeah, and as we mentioned a minute ago, uh, the Realm Scourge Rupture. rupture. Um, so yeah, one one thing that is interesting because you have the Endroom Master, you do have. Did, did you find that helpful in hero missions?
1: Um, at so at, at Cancon there actually weren't any hero missions, uh, which is why <laughs> I you, you didn't really have to invest heavily into those. Um, the ender did fine for like taking heroes, and the chemist just honestly after that spell in the bottle was out, the chemist did almost nothing. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: nine Inch range fired some shots, and he uh. Sometimes buff the thunders because this is this isn't zilthon. The thunders, the ship teleports, and then the next turn the thunders get out and the Chemists get out, and the turn after that the chemist can actually start using his ability. Right. It so it was like turn three minimum when before he could actually start you like start um, interacting because otherwise he was just f- nine inches further than nine inches away and mm-hmm. yeah. He was just there
0: to throw that that um, rupture out, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one because he's actually really our only, other than using generic command abilities, he's really a, the only hero that gives a buff. Um, yeah. then if you, burn yeah. it, you can't use it, it's a bit awkward, but yeah, I mean, I've written some lists recently that have four chemists. <laughs> uh, one of one of which is Fundric. So he doesn't really count. Uh, yeah, well, well, I we... they are because they I can't play test them, but, um, yeah, but they're more around sitting being on foot because obviously their abilities don't work in the ships. Which is um, yeah. no, it's one of the 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 drawbacks really is we have this we have this ability to teleport anywhere, but there's some limitations on it, which we touched on earlier as well, with like the scenery and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and you know, being uh, uh, things. Uh, and,
1: uh, a smart opponent will also try, right? Try to um, just just zone you out, just yeah. with where he puts his his units.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Beast of chaos, easily.
0: Yeah. A lot of armies can do it. Just mm-hmm. um, if yeah, if they're smart players. They they realise that and they're they move their line forward and then you know, sort of leave heroes twelve inches back so they still get the buffs and it zones out of space and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you can't get them behind them. Um, particularly if you play um, some of the missions that are long ways as well, where the board is much narrower. It's much easier for them to do that. Uh, so let's move on to Croncar 2.9. The what? It's your SAT
1: team. Oh, the other one. Yes. Okay, well, this this one's a lot more Gary Percival, kind of just in your face, turn one and two, smash, um, teleport out. All right, so we're we'll go, we'll just going through the units um, for people who are just listening. Um, so we've got the Aether Chemist, again, with um, Spell in the Bottle and Collector. And we've got a Dirigible Ender Master with Phosphize Bomblets, because always. Um, and a Navigator, who's uh, got the Staff of Ocular Optimization. Because uh, this often forces you to take that out of you can, you can take three because of collector. Three artifacts. Yep. Uh so then you got I split the Arkana company into three units of ten just to get basic battle line. Um still got the the twenty Thunderers. Um and there's three a squad of three Enderiggers just to kind of walk around, take objectives, and then down below we've got an ironclad with the cannon and the, oh, uh, that's right, the Sky command, um, and then a rat trap. And- so it's really, everything just is in the, uh, everything that does damage is in the ironclad, turn one, or teleports forward, blows off half the enemy army, turn two, blows off the other half. It's very simple, very effective. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> Did you use your Arcanaut Company differently there? Because you've got a sort of scattering of MSU hidden in there.
1: Um, yeah. So, well, the, the reason that they're like that is just to give um, to give me the amount of battle line that I needed. Okay. Because um, despite taking the End of Master and Zilpha, I didn't actually take any of that. Uh, and, uh, the the Endor Master isn't a general. The, there's no frigates. Um, I just need the battle line, and yeah, they they act like the Twenty Arcona Company. In my other list, which is just um, sitting in my home home field and just being a presence, ta- taking those objectives while the rest of the army engages. And uh, it, it it changes. Like it, you've always got to, um, yeah, ad- adapt to what you're doing in the mission. But, like sometimes mm-hmm. I push the Arcona Company up when there was nothing to do, or it was. Late game and we were just, all the big stuff had died and you just needed to just sit on those objectives and the clubs were pushing forward and running. They're actually really fast in Zilfen when they move. Um, everything runs six. So those Arcanaut company can go 10-inch movement. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's pretty huge, actually. I think that that auto-run six in Zilfren, I think
1: It works for everything now. It's, it, it, it's yeah. very good. Yeah. yeah, speedy dwarfs.
0: Speedy dwarfs. Um, yeah, and your one, you know, vendor reserve. You need at least one of those for the battalion as well.
1: You do, but uh, again, they're they're just they're also they to just run up behind the army, maybe t- put some pot shots off. That's why I gave them so many of the special weapons. Just put some pot shots off and mm-hmm. grab objectives.
0: There's a lot of uh, sneaky things you can do with a. Little three-man flying unit with high movement as well.
1: Oh yeah, because because no one focuses on it. Why, why yeah. would they? Yeah.
0: Um. When you, it, when you back to the old book, I used to run two little three-man units towards the end, um, and the, they were quite often the MVPs because so often they would just end up just sneaking onto an objective.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And just just snatching the game for you.
0: Yeah, or just tag a big like 400 point unit just on the end and um, so it can't move. And then um, they won't die because they weren't like, know, 30, like 28 of the models in that unit can't actually attack them because they can't pile in onto them, it's really handy. Um, uh, so we've seen two different lists for you Cron um, are you yeah. whenever the next tournament is, will we see a third list or will we see one of these lists? On um. One?
1: Well, depending on how much time I have uh, to go come up to it to make one, but I if if I had to pick between the two because they they do play very differently. Um, if I had to pick. Between the two, um, no, the the Sagt one seemed to go, seemed to do better, but I like the 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 Cancon list better, just mm-hmm. the playstyle fit me better. So, um, I don't know I I probably take that's the Sagt list of tournaments and such to the next tournament I go to. Um, just because I, I I know it I know it works I know it can work very well, mm-hmm. but I'll probably take the 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 cancon list to when when I'm playing in a in just in the club, mm-hmm. or I'll take a couple ironclad list to the club because that that that's possible now. Thanks, yeah. Lee. <laughs> Do
0: you have three ironclads? I
1: have two ironclads. Get a third.
0: Well, you need to get it now before it goes yeah, up in price.
2: Yeah, they're about to go up five bucks, so, you know.
0: Well, so get it by four now, <laughs> right. and then you're ready for the next battle time when they're, when they're, when they're really good and cheap. Like, oh,
1: you, you, you're ready for the um, General's Handbook when they go down to, like, 300 points each, and you just...
0: Oh, hell yeah. Battle Ironclads. Yeah, battle Ironclads,
1: yeah, one, battle one, Ironclads. yes.
0: yes. <laughs> when they were creating. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Zombie dragons got Battle line. Why can't we?
0: Yeah. Well, we've got... Yeah, I guess our version of that is frigates and Yeah. That's um, nah, not
1: good enough. We need Ironclads. Yes. Get on with GW. God.
2: See, Kron knows what I'm talking about here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary's in the chat. I think he's... A, I don't think he's watching live. I think he's catching up. But he said... The Eidenephalus he lost to had a Celestian Prime in it, um, and he lost every priority role. And, sure. yeah, that's right.
1: A Celestian Prime, really? Mm.
0: Oh, you well, don't see those. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people talking about them recently. But they seem like a lot of points to me.
2: You know what? I, I've heard about the IDK Celestian Prime one. Um, I've I've heard about that kind of being like a a nasty little boogeyman, so
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how it works. I mean the main thing I sort of think of when I think of this lesson prime is sort of just doing mortal wounds somewhere on the table wherever it wants to. And it's it can deploy off the table as well if it wants to. Mm-hmm. Which kind of works with the eels, I guess.
3: Can the Salston Prime work with us?
0: Well, that's what I've seen people talking about, but I'm not sure that's, about it yet. What are
2: his
3: rules? Tempted.
0: Have you thought about it then, Phil?
3: Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure I can really justify it, because you've got 510 points in the Iron Cloud already. It definitely wouldn't fit with the Attack Squadron, but you've if you've got 510 points in the Iron Cloud already, another 340 point model sitting in there when you already also might be taking 15 20 thunderers your army is just three models then Well, three units um yeah I don't know I don't know I think I need to take it you'd have to omit thunderers in a cloud or you'd have to omit omit uh, too much elsewhere from the, the stuff that gives you flexibility so I'm, I'm really not sure but I would love to try it or I'd love to see someone try it I think I think it. I think he's just got great presence as a threat. If mm-hmm. someone just saying, "Well, it, it could come down at some point," it makes the, it will make the other person play so differently. Yeah. Well,
0: I know. Yeah, I guess there's always that thing of if you've got something off the table. Yeah, it's similar to the threat that we that fly high has.
3: Yeah. It's almost,
0: hmm. it's almost more powerful oh. when you use it. Um, People are. But
1: if you tell if you deploy all your ships on that corner, like your opponent is terrified. They have no idea what's going on.
3: Yes, absolutely. Yep. And they if often and they often take first because of it. Yep. Yeah.
2: Which is great because I love playing for the double turn. Like that's that's my jam. Yeah. Like yeah, go for it. You take and then. You know if I if I get the double turn, eh, you know great. Then I'm you know blast away. But if I don't, it's, it's still you go, I go, and you know we move on from there. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's always funny to see people kind of watch you deploy just completely turtled up into one tiny little corner, and they're just going, damn, I was not expecting that.
1: <laughs> Every time, yeah. Every time. And then they kind of like, pa- like panic and just go to the default. Oh, I guess I'll take first turn.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Capture the field a bit, and then you just, okay.
2: All
0: so right.
1: here's what's going to happen. Here's my clad. Here are my thunderers. There's your army.
0: Yep. <laughs> we just let them spread out a bit, so it's easier to pick them off one by one. Absolutely. The the other thing is is quite often is, is on the, on that turn two to turn no anyway, turn one to turn two is if I do win the priority I quite often want you to take it. Um, just, um It depends. I mean, it depends on the layer, of the table, and. Well, there is like obviously if I think like, I can really just sort of crush them right there and then then I will, but mm. um, so, certainly on particular battle plans where you know you're waiting for objectives to come down or points are scored more later or I don't know. Like, or I,
3: the, think the, if you, I think if you can afford to and if you can, I think unless you're able to deal you are a really crushing blow. In into turn two, I think giving it away is so powerful um, mm. because we can play either from 18-inch range or we can play from 12. If you play from 12, that's your full power, basically. You know, That's your ironclad carbines. That's your frigate carbines, whatever. But you can also play really effectively from 18 inches as well, and you're still getting a big chunk of damage out there. And if you're shooting what's closest to you when you're going there and taking it off, and then giving the other person their next turn, they're never getting the chance to w, And mm-hmm. uh, especially for slower-moving armies, there's so much OBR yeah. where I play. Um, it's just so powerful being able to say, yeah, okay, I'll take a couple of crawler shots, um, but I'm never actually having to interact with, say, the Mortec guard at all. Yeah. Um, it's- yeah. But it's just so scary giving away priority. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it's just the thing is, if, yeah. you, if you take the double turn, then you're you're opening yourself up to plenty being double turned back.
3: Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm sure. sure. O- only if they have
0: anything left
3: after
0: your double yeah. turn. Yeah. Right. 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 True. I mean, it's always going to come down to who you're against, what they've got left, and yeah, what you think you can do with it. But... Okay. Let.
3: That... anyone I remember? I was about? talking. I bounce. I bounce a lot of my ideas off a couple of my friends. Uh, Craig and JP and we always talk about this sort of the way the way that we're going to learn to improve is just to keep giving away a priority even when we win it because yeah you can win plenty of games by like taking that priority unit two and you just kill enough but does that give you the sort of challenge or whatever um but I think yeah I think ultimately just giving it away as much as you can as long as you're not going to just suicide I think that gives you actually gives you more options later in the game because yeah I think as you, as you mentioned you know by taking the priority into two, you're potentially giving away a double into three. But yeah,
0: yeah. I and mean, the other thing is, is quite often, like if you do sort of in your first turn, sort of set up relatively defensively, as in like you're, yeah, you don't know you're going to get the double turn or win the priority, so you're you won't you'll sort of position things relatively well for if you don't. And then, if you yeah. do get it, it's like, well, you've already positioned well for taking, yeah. for you know, for taking a hit. And then, so why move out of that position? Has mm. um, there was yeah. any questions for for it's two too this?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I've always liked this list. I like the twenty thunders. That's it. Always surprises me how much damage they can put out. Um, and it always surprises my... Yeah, it always surprises my opponent, too, whenever... And I, I only run 15 Thunders in my in my list. And they still... I mean, they they just pump out damage. And at two wounds now, like, it's just... It's so much fun to have Thunders. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's a reason why I've got some
1: here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, you finally got some.
0: Well, th- this is the last five out of the first 15... <laughs> um, potentially more being bought now.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely going to pick up my my last box to have that round about twenty.
0: Well, I'm I'm thinking we get three more. I just can't decide whether any of those boxes need to restart collecting. It. Ah, yeah. Because it's just such a good deal that it's really tempting. It is. It is. Very <sighs> really tempting spending money on things you don't need. I was actually just looking at my notes. What did you? Oh, you lost a in cancom. That was old seraphon, wasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, I uh I forgot that my boats. I I, th- I thought that the boats. If you're in combat with something that flies, the boat can't um fly high. So this was this was, oh, this was was two weeks after the Codex came out, after the new army book came out. There's a lot of assumptions that I made, and some of them were wrong. So mm. he had, he enchanted his skinks to be flying, just wrapped them around the boats, and then just waited until Gotrek wall stopped and just went smack. <laughs> <laughs> Seraphon with Gotrek. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And then I lost to the fir- my first Zench guy that I played. Yeah. I was like, ah, it's fine. It's just 10 pink horrors. How bad could they be? Yeah. Oh, no.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> my, other, my other notes I've written down about your SAGD list is Wasted End Remote works make me sad. Um, <laughs> because you've got three oh. entry works because of Zilfin and you've got one chip. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I no, I find that is. is not an, uh, I don't want to say an issue because it's a good thing having engine work. But if you contrast it to Phil's list where he's using all three of those engine work slots, you, you end well, up. Well, not
1: having, everyone can be as amazing as Phil, Leigh.
0: Well, no, it wasn't what I was going to say. You have to make a choice. You, if you go down the boat. I can't, I can't beat that. If you go down the, the boat route, then you don't get the, the bodies and you don't get the big unit of funders or engine riggers or something. Yeah. And if you do take them, then you don't have the boats. And that's what I keep finding in the, a lot of lists I write is I either end up having a big unit of funders of or two units of funders and no engine riggers. or so I have engine riggers and I don't have any funders because I just can't to fit them all in or i have lots of ships and i don't have any foot troops as much so i guess you can't have your cake and eat it yeah uh, so uh this is the list that we should probably have hayden here to tell us about because he keeps losing to it <laughs> um uh but so this is uh sean tubman's uh list that he won a tournament with. Um, it's Barrett Mornar, his heroes are Chemist and two Navigators. Uh, the Chemist has a Barrett Mornar command trait, which lets you uh, reposition a ship in, uh, well, after setup is complete, but before the first battle round starts. Um, one of the Navigators has the player pistol that gives you re-roll hits for your whole army uh, and the third navigator has the gale force staff which halves uh, charge rolls and he's got a unit of 20 archonauts 2 units of 10 1 unit of 9 endrew Riggers, which I've got listed there that he has 1 drill launcher which doesn't seem right that might be an input error for me um and then he's got Tenfund, one uh, hauler with the spark um an ironclad with the volley cannon rather than the sky cannon. And Hegson's solutions ultra reliable hull plates and the iron sky command.
2: I like the uh the notes down here.
0: Yeah. Well <laughs> the bottom one. <laughs> <laughs> that is Hayden that's Hayden's words. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, I can hear him saying it.
0: Yeah. So, and that's an interesting point about this, is because actually, one of the things I did when I when I put this document together was I looked at who people played and what they won against and what they lost against in their tournaments, and he did be a KO list. Um, in in the tournament. So I don't know. I I don't know if there's anything particular about this list that makes it good against other KO lists.
3: Well, it's got a very naughty turn one with the flare pistol, um, mm-hmm. uh, and the amount of short range shooting that it's got. Um, I suppose if you're just looking at the KO matchup, his Ironclad is going to be tankier than theirs. Um, I'm a big fan of the of the flare pistol. Um, I t- I took took it out of my list in a rage. Um, after it missed. Uh, three times in four games or something um, but it, I think it objectively is good um, mm-hmm. and I think this this list in particular it's what maybe four drops is it? Maybe five? I oh, know is this a one? Is this a
0: two? Three? One, two, three four, five. Five drops because it's just uh, the battalion science guy command Two units of Arcanauts aren't in it. So that's three. Gun Hall is not in it and Thunder's aren't in it. Okay. Five mm-hmm. drops. Um, okay.
3: Yeah, I think it's uh, his His first turn is going to be absolutely rank. There's going to be a lot of dead stuff there. I think... Yeah, I
0: think this... This is going to be really good on those matchups where you're 18 inches apart. Um, just because the you can potentially get all your Arcanauts into range and a lot, a lot of short range guns in. If you really wanted to really push your first turn with the reroll all failed hits on a target. Um, I don't know. I, I don't fully, really... Understand why he chooses more NAR other than the Galeful staff,
2: which is super good. <laughs> yeah,
0: the Galeful staff really- is really nice. Yeah, because okay. he has run and shoot, uh, which is kind of handy, but you yeah. also have Fly High.
2: So. That's yeah, the run and shoot thing has always kind of been lost on me to be honest, but yeah, the Galeful staff is is huge
0: yeah yeah um it's a shame that you don't get that auto run six and from zilfin and monar like they're two separate skyports
3: Mm. like
0: if they're in the same skyport that'd be really useful something you could really build around um so One thing that I do like is that he's he's using his rigors in a different way to a lot of people, where he's using a big block of nine. Um, because yeah, I think a lot of people just default now to well, you take six because then they can fly high with the ship. And I don't I think he's playing this list in a way that doesn't revolve around and just fly high and shoot loads of stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Easily.
3: Uh, what do you guys think? I quite like it. I'm a big fan of lists with a bunch of chaff to throw around and people to go and do odd jobs across the, across the board. And um, it's not all multiplied. It's not all sort of force multipliers around one unit necessarily. He's got a couple of points of power. Um, And just a lot to play with. There's a lot to move around. He's got a bit of game into the hero missions there because he's got three heroes. Um, He's got decent flexibility with, uh, you know, he could send his engine riggers to one place, his uh, clad with the thunderers to another. I quite like it. Um, Maybe missing a little bit um, of oomph, but then the flare pistol perhaps makes up for that. So where it is missing, say uh, if you look at if you look at Gary's list, he's got all the output from uh, the stacked engine riggers and uh, the vortex. Maybe uh, this list gets around that a little bit by saying, well,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, he's got ten funders there, and it's easy to overlook something like that, but. You know they're still going to put out quite a lot of damage, and there's still twenty wounds now.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, uh, and then so, and then he's got nine engine riggers, which they are—they're not as good as—they're not as powerful as they were back when you give them an it plus one attack. But
2: I mean, yeah, it's—it's it's still what ten, right? Ten attacks. So yeah, is master?
0: Yeah, I'm assuming that he didn't have a drill cannon. I think maybe that's...
2: Like, yeah, I'm, that's what I I'm making Because
0: I made all of these lists on War Scroll Builder in a row. So I was deleting stuff off from the previous list and stuff. So Sure. We yeah.
2: lost Phil. That's... But so one thing too, like uh, a buddy of mine in uh, Texas, Dan Dawson, has always kind of drilled into my head was having three, uh, three threats... So you know mm. the ironclad, the thunderers, and then now the nine riggers. Um, but you also have you know 20 Arconaut companies standing on an objective, they're they're no joke. You know, I I like the, the big blocks of the company.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, kind of reminded me some of the list I've been looking at. Oh, for this back. I into the stream. There he is. Welcome Welcome back. back. <laughs> yeah, so like that is like the free threats thing that you were just talking about. It's something that I always sort of try to use to work to. Mm-hmm. And it's something I've been thinking about more recently with my list like building and how do you get in like these three different four big threatening units in and ultimately the one of the ways you do it is you have to have foot troops that operate independently of ships and or mm-hmm. you have, don't have, you know, you're rather than twenty hundreds you have ten maybe or something um which is kind of what he's done actually if you look at that look at it. yeah yeah uh phil mentioned the like the hero presence and actually those navigators have a three plus save so if you get them on terrain or inside the ship then they're on a two plus it's pretty good actually it's fine before. Uh, one thing I would say is every, or well, every list. most of this we looked at so far. If they've had a gun hauler, one of them's had the spar torpedo. Mhm. Mm. take. I mean, it is really cool. To charge it in once per battle, and four wounds.
2: Yeah, I mean any any more mortal wound output we can get, you know, is is mm-hmm. definitely gonna be handy.
0: Yeah. yeah. The other thing is anyone in position, he's, he's got a fair amount of bodies there. And he's and because of the battalion, everything is shock immune. Mm-hmm if they're in range, so, you know, those 20 Archonauts, 10 Thunderers, or, you know, or the, um, even the engine riggers, if they do get hit by something, I think Battle Moon is pretty, pretty handy. It's kind of like um, an all-round list, because it's got some tech there for mitigating, mitigating what the opponent can do with the staff and stuff. I like the fact that he's gone for the volley cannon as well. That's, That's interesting. Yeah.
1: You can definitely put out a lot of shots with that thing. Um, it'll be—it's going to be a lot more effective with seraphon coming out now. Um, cannons with their two damage are going to lose a lot of their power with seraphon turning two damage into one damage.
3: Hmm. Yep. I think. I think. Or, or to include the volley cannon if you're going to be playing against, if you like, that you have any Seraphon, I think that will hands down just win the matchups against us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Although, well, the, the um, I mean, we've only got Tabletop Simulate to go by, but, uh, and there were a lot of Seraphon on this, but they were all Starborn rather than coalesced Interesting. Um, well, uh, what did he beat? So he beat K, beat 7-F, lost as the skating. And then beat Beach. and he's Played against, I know he's played against Hayden a few times, so I've beaten him a few times with his carry. Which is interesting actually, because I think Hayden's list is relatively similar. Okay. Anyone got anything else to say about this list?
1: Ah. Uh,
2: yeah. Nope. No. Okay. Big box of Arco.
0: Yeah. The best. So this list uh, yeah, is our bag or Daniel Scott. I love uh, this. It, you just love it just because it's not, not written by someone that's here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love
2: it because it's Bracknar and it's got Grungensen in it.
0: Oh okay. So um yeah, I don't know. Brock Johnson. Apparently, we're all coming <laughs> there. So, yeah, Barret-Narr, he's got a navigator as his general. We're champion of Procs Commander. Arignar one. He's battle shot in twelve inches. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's right. He's also got the flare pistol, which we talked about in uh. Shawn's list. Then he yep. has the Master uh, with dirigible suit. His artifact is the Charge Rune, which is the Barrack One. Which I can't remember what it does at the moment.
2: Uh, Aether charge rune once it's per it's battle, gone. you can charge either change one either one hit roll for an attack made by the bearer or one save roll uh, to one of your
0: choice. You can change it to a save. Range. Yeah. Um, and then he has Brock Ramson. Hilarious. We do, and three units of gunnals, two gun haulers. Both, uh, no, one with a sky cannon, which has the spar torpedo. One with a drill cannon that has the collapsible compartments. so that's you put models inside the gun hauler. Then he's got three frigates, all of sky cannons, and the attack squadron. Beautiful. So this he, your six ships from Guinness, and this is five, five ships Scott. <laughs>
3: well, I love it, but I'm I'm so tilted by uh, Brock. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god, he's so bad. But respect, I love that he's gone for it. Um, mm. I'd be interested to know if he's actually sort of charging everyone in, and using Brock to reroll all those charges I, I don't know if that's what he's going for surely not but um <laughs> I'd be interested to see who he uh who he yeah so he, he lost a big war, which I guess figures um but yeah respect for him pulling it out um he's got again he's got a lot of the flexibility of attack squadron which is cool and um, he's got the gun hollows to throw around plenty of wounds um yeah <laughs> drop Brock and I love it yeah <laughs>
0: Drock with the attack squadron is an interesting choice because a 3d6 guard that so you can re roll. Yep. That's going places. Yep, it is. Yeah, that's interesting. So I hadn't thought back to now. Yeah, I mean, I can see why a lot of people don't like Rock. I think it's mostly his command ability, it's just rubbish, isn't it? And he's more points than the. Uh, the Endromar so a dividible suit. Mm-hmm. Which is problem. Plus he can't take artifacts and um, command traits and things. Uh, but what yeah, so he beat Hammerhall, beat Bone Reapers, beat a list that I couldn't identify because it wasn't on there. Beat Tempazar and yeah, lost to Big War.
2: It's so interesting that he beat Bone Reaper Bone Reapers. I wanna I wanna I would want to know more about that match.
3: Yeah, it's a good point.
1: Uh, yeah. you you have problems with those.
2: No, you know what? No, but there's just there's such a gatekeeper army for like tournaments like they yeah. keep yeah, you know. So it's just it's it's always interesting when I see a you know, maybe a, an out of left field list like something like Brock Rungenson beating Oak <laughs> It kind of just piques my interest. I'd be really interested to see how that played out. Yeah,
1: yeah. We should really yeah. do like a bone, like a bone reaper episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, um, I
2: think
3: I think bone reapers are a great matchup for us. Um, I think after destruction, I think bone reapers are really, really good for us to play into. I'm just not sure how he beat them with this list. Right. right. Of, I, I, I feel like he looks like he wants to be in combat a bit with this list. I'm not sure that this has got enough shooting to lift off enough more tech guard, but you never know. It's only the second game of a tournament, you can effectively be against anyone. Sure. Um maybe he and and also again, you get a good mission. Like you get taken hold or something, and maybe he just shoots them off. Yeah. And them maybe the
2: bone for list was weird and you know, it was cards yeah. or something.
0: I mean he does have the flare pistol to give reroll all foul hits. Yeah. So, I mean, potentially, in one turn, you can do a lot of damage because you can put out three units of Arcanauts, um, which will be in range because you'll do you'll move the frigates and then they get out.
3: Yeah. Only if he doesn't fly
0: high. Pardon? Only if he doesn't fly high. Yeah, so, yeah you have to move them. Yeah. Uh, and then they could be rerolling or failed hits. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, there's not. I mean, we we were just talking a minute ago about sort of having three threats in a list, and I can't look at this like I don't. I almost don't. Yeah, I guess maybe
3: three frigates can be a threat, but Mm. frigates Frigate's are fairly spiky unless you're within twelve. But um, I think he I think he's really just got a lot of skin in the objective game as well. I think if he's if he's playing some of those uh, if he's playing Star Strike or um, maybe Blood and Glory or something like that, I don't know. Um, he's got a lot of game in that, uh, so maybe you know I, I can see a good battle plan, suiting really suiting a list like that down the ground.
0: mean hmm. has like in the hero missions as well. He's he's got two flying yeah. heroes. Both with three plus saves. His other hero's got a three plus saves, but just mentioned on in cover and stuff goes to a two plus. So, yep. And Barrett Nah, he, uh, he's got quite a bit of anti magic as well. True. Yeah.
2: Anti magic. Yeah.
0: He's, um, anti-magic, yeah. Huh. he's gonna have quite a few command points. Mm-hmm. eventually he's gonna get one from his battalion. And then you roll, it's on a four plus, you roll for each hero, and you're about now, so potentially getting two more there. So maybe it's just using uh, command points to get reroll really well ones as well. Hmm. Just to improve that shooting when he needs to. I think, I think it's more mm-hmm. at least how you play it, rather than just out fighting your opponent. Sure. It's got to be, I think it's clever about getting on objectives and stuff. And uh, you said to me yesterday on um private message, Phil, about one about using the attack squadron charge that you wanted to be more uh creative with it. And yeah,
3: I don't, I don't use that to its fullest uh, to its fullest extent. I think maybe because I'm I'm mostly using the Arcanaut as a screen maybe Mm -hmm. if you've got an extra set of them to throw around like this guy has, um, maybe that gives you more and you've got Brock to reroll them all. Mm -hmm. Maybe then you're doing some interesting stuff with sort of tagging people or, um, pinning units by charging either side of them so they can only pile the wards the closest and sort of jamming them like that. There is a fair amount of sort of shenanigans you could do with that. Mm Um, and you, and as you, as you mentioned before, you could get a truly massive charge if you're rolling, uh, rolling uh maybe re-rolling a bunch of them so yeah i don't know um but i think that's something that i'd like to do a bit more on yes
0: yeah, it's, it's going to average a 10 inch charge so with a re-roll as well i mean mm-hmm. i mean even if it's just as simple as you know going around the screen and getting onto an objective where that's only been held by a hero or something
3: yeah mm-hmm. And also with with a squad, you, you can get out pretty near to the bad guys. Like you, all you need to be is three away from them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you're moving, not flying, and then
3: mm-hmm. and
0: actually, yeah. And it's not. Oh no, wait! I was gonna say it's you can't get out behind a screen, can you? Because it's six inches. It's not only within six when you get out of it.
3: But then, no, it's just it's just it's just within six, and then out with out with three of the bad guys, and, and then you've got your charge. Mm.
0: Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to get out on the other side of the screen, anyway, would you? Oh no,
3: no, no. Sorry, yeah, sorry. you it?
0: They went for the bases, but no, you could sort of get out and sort of, you know, run past them quite easy. I'd imagine if you wanted to. But, you know, I mean, potentially you can just put 30 bodies on an objective if you want to. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, Mavi killed him on the reef.
2: Yeah. You can use battalion to arc in the screen anyway, can't you? You Insert them outside of the wall. Oh, yeah. Jordan Crummins has a pretty good point. You can start him as a screen and then put him into the boat, and then move him with the battalion.
3: Not in the first turn.
0: Yeah, you only have to get them out again. Like they don't get to get out, like because it getting in or out of a garrison counts as a move. Mhm. So you, either way, you can only get in or out of the boat once per turn. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's,
3: it, it's made explicit in the FAQ that they can't. I'm pretty sure it's made made explicit somewhere in FAQ that you can't get in and get out in one turn. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I mean, almost always I would start mine as a screen put, and then put them back in first turn and then you can use them to get out turn two or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no,
0: he did well with it. So maybe he's. Or tactics and strategies that um, just take players by surprise a it Really, it's got a similar thing going on with with all this as well. With for your opponents, like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily obvious what you choose to attack. Mm-hmm. Tax and special abilities. It doesn't let you get out if you if the arkans have already moved though. It only, let get, it only overrides the the fact that they can't normally get out if the ship has moved. Right.
1: So you can't <laughs> do the the you, you can't do the janky thing where you where you charge and then get out of the ship after you charge. Right. Anymore.
0: Uh, I think what the what the FAQ says basically is, you can't. It doesn't let you do anything that's not specifically stated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't say you can you can uh, get out if you've already got in. The ship. You can Yeah,
2: you can't get in and out. You know, unlimited times.
0: Um. If Bass is asking what people think of this in no my opinion okay. <laughs> what's the right come on I've a to do 4K I don't know I don't know. All right, fifth
2: best. I don't I don't know what that is man
0: escape So it's yeah, some anime show, but I think you mean Black
2: Knights. Yeah. Oh maybe the the black uh, armored ghost hunting thunderers? Yeah.
0: Maybe that's
2: that's the closest it's I can awesome. get for KO. <laughs> I don't
0: know. So uh, earlier in the chat, Simon Simon McGuinness says hoping the Chevalier Nars are retaining their value.
3: I think that's my dad trolling the chat initially, but I don't know. I don't know what fifth base is saying. Um,
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe he knows your dad, and he's just helping him out with the trolling.
3: There it Sounds is. like a meme, Lord.
0: <laughs> okay, let's look at another list. Um, Arthur, <laughs> we're getting we're running on for time as well. Um, so this is a list by uh, a guy called Luca. So, um, he's in the Facebook group, I think. I've seen see him post that bit. Um, so it's Baron Zilpin. he's got the Iron Sky Command, yes. So his three heroes are Chemists, with, who's a General, with Collector, uh, with Spell in a Bottle. He's got an Endromaster, a Dirigible Suit, and phosphorite Omelettes. Uh, then he's got an Endromaster on foot with the staff, the Zilpin staff. Three units of our course, which he has to have because the chemist is general of the engine master. Three units of engine riggers, each has got one drill cannon. Uh, three units of three, that is. Uh, two gun haulers, one with a sky cannon uh, with the spark rubido, and one with the compartments. And then his ironclad, which has the sky cannon and the last word. And yeah, and then he has the battalion, and his spell is the demon rift, which I mentioned earlier. So, what do you guys think of this?
2: MSU engine riggers is is always a fun time to keep ships healed up.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, I'm a fan, big fan. I think this is not a million miles away. I suppose it's missing the. Thunderers. Not a million miles away from Dave Keynes, which is coming up next, which I think is the the big brain of some of these lists. And I think I, I think MSU KO is probably the way that I would like to play it next. I think it's I think it's really solid. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's caught the two best toys as well in terms of artifacts He's got phosphorite bomb at hands, but in the bottom the same in the same list, which is mm-hmm. Power. Um, we mentioned how the Demon Rift can be really good against uh, Magic-heavy armies as well. Um, yeah, most of its power is going to probably going to be coming from its spells and the um, the spell and the and the bomblets and then his Ironclad. But everything else, sort of combined together.
3: Mm-hmm
0: is um you know if, if they were one unit of nine riggers go yeah that's a that's a threat but they're no less of a threat by being in three units really mm. especially if they're flying high and then just shooting with their pistols and being a little 3 man screen or something i mean he's got a bit of utility by having them set up in threes that one unit ship
2: Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I guess uh, I'm v- I'm viewing it more as they're going to be following around kind of healing ships, mm-hmm. maybe less as screens and more as just trying to keep the, the boats alive. Um, I'm curious of who he's putting in the gun hauler compartments. I guess the heroes. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm assuming... I wonder if that's maybe so that... That's a kind ...spread in the bottle rather than... Yeah. The ...and yeah. Then a bit more choice where it goes because it's got smaller base.
2: Yeah. Hmm. It looks fun. It looks like a fun list.
0: Because um, I'm assuming a lot of stuff will probably go with the Ironclad. Yeah. Um, and then... You don't need space for the iron tag, You need the space for the riggers and stuff to set up alongside it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean it's very MSU. And any any time you've got multiple ships, just the threat of fly high is mm-hmm. make your opponent sort of second guess everything. Absolutely. Yeah. an interesting one. He's also got the Spartal. Pretty much everyone that's got gun haulers on these lists has got Spartal, torpedo you know, except for, except for you, because you had to have the Urbaz one. People love it.
2: It's it's good. It's really good.
0: Yeah. I like the fact this guy's got the last word. I um, love the last word. That's a good artifact. Yeah, it's, it's just again it's, when when people when people are trying to choose what to attack when they're when they're up against you, they yeah they're going to have to fight this ironclad with three plus saves that can be re-rolling all failed saves, and you're going to get shot when you when you charge it.
2: Right, or they have to think, okay, I'm going to try and negate that by charging something else, and then piling into the ironclad, but then they have to you know then they're in combat with two two things as opposed to the one.
0: Yeah. It's certainly handy. Um, yeah. do a fair bit of damage with it. Oh, did he oh, and he's at 1970, so he's got a good chance of getting there and uh, getting a triumph. Well, oh, oh, slice so of Darkness, beat Silvanese, beat Silvanese, beat Big War, beat Cities of a- well, I
2: don't know what Sigma it was. Hammer
0: Is that, was it Hammer Is that a guess?
2: Or yeah, it's just a guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know too many people in city. You know, playing cities that aren't taking Hammer Um. Well,
0: there's a lot of Halla Heartless. Oh, okay. So, a lot of people. Um. Tempest.
1: They
2: use Tempest
1: Eye. Yeah. Um. Just for tem- that. Yeah. I
0: mean, Halahart is the the main competitive one. Yeah. I think of because it's, you know, you just teleport around the bridge. Yeah. So it could, yeah. It could be and bridge.
1: The uh, amount of endless spells they can throw out, just the magic coming out of Halahart is...
2: Is insane.
0: Mm-hmm. Match-up. Um, if you've got the team in Rift.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got four... Four or five wizards there, so yep,
2: and a bunch of endless spells out on the board. Hmm,
0: yeah. Um, anyone got anything else to say about this list at all? Assuming that's a no?
2: I bet it's painted nicely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, he's on Facebook, so and he's in the thing, so you can probably find out.
2: That's so. fine. What was his name? Luke, Lucas? Luca Luca.
0: I, I, don't, know. I don't know if he posts pictures much, but everyone like if you're in in the Facebook group, you must have posted pictures at some point. Yeah, probably. Um, okay, so this is our, I think is our last list. Oh, no, two more. All right, we need to be quick. Um so this is Dave Kane's list. Um, it's a bit of an outsider that I've included it because it was only well these last two lists were only used at one, day, one day events, um, but Dave did win the event that he was at. Um, so he's Barrack Nah. He has an admiral. Uh, then his general is an Andrew master put with the uh, Champion of Progress Command rank, which is a uh, battleship community within 12. Uh, then he has another Ender master on foot with the Acre Charles Room, which we mentioned earlier. One unit of Arkenauts, two units of 10 thunderers, three units of Endermiggers, Riggers, uh, not three units, sorry, two units of three Endram both of grapnels. two units of Three Sky Wardens, both with drill cannons and volley guns, Uh, one gun hauler with a Sky Cannon, and an Ironclad with the Ibullium Buoyancy Aid.
3: I'm also informed from the the EOS Grapevine that um, I believe he won a two day team event with this list as well um, against some of the better players from the Irish scene. Um, and I've heard that apparently his playstyle was just to basically backboard everything and just keep giving away priority and just taking everything off mm-hmm. um with sort of the chip damage and the skirmishing. um I think this is the I think this is the future for how we need to think about playing ko that's my that's my take when I saw this. That was just it really made me think about lists a lot differently. I just think he's got so much play in every phase. He's got a lot of um he's got a, a bunch of dispels hanging around. He's got a ton of healing. Um, he's obviously got the twenty Thunderers who are going to, and the Ironclad who are going to mess people up. Um, and he's just got so much to chuck about the board. um in terms of uh, being able to hop around and appear anywhere, um with the you know the Gun haulers can take six of the Riggers or Sky Wardens with them. Uh, I think that's. I think I, I think I think that's a really solid list, it's, I think it's an indicator of the of a really handy play style. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, I mean, he has the Admiral and two masters which is, they're both in the Ironclad, uh, all in the Ironclad is, if the Admiral uses his command ability, then, then they're all going to be uh, plus one to hit.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, quite handy. Party boat. And he has the points eight, so he, it's kind of similar to Kron's in some ways, where they have, you know, 20 Thunderers in an Ironclad but they two units of 10. Um, another thing is he's at 1970, so again, probably getting a good chance of triumph. Yeah. Um, I've spoken to him a little bit about it in the past. I went back and scrolled through our conversations um, because it's quite high drops. So he says he uses the drops a lot to try and work out where his, opponent, his opponent's the valuable be he uses that to his advantage. Um, and for turns one and two, he doesn't really do much other than pop shot and skirmish. Um, he uses the riggers a little bit as screens, and he's got a lot of tactics he uses with the riggers with tagging units. But he'd tag multiple units at the same time with one unit of riggers where to so charge and try and get into a position where they're. You know, you end within half into one unit, but then just bring, you know, one or two other units within three inches, either on your piling or your charge, so that basically then in your opponent's turn they can't move. Hmm. he's got the grapnel launchers, they can't retreat either, (laughs) which is really quite clever. It's fun. Um,
1: Just lock them in place, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you know how useful the, the half in the movement into the run's construction. gone, so I guess yeah, completely. Removed. If you can
1: actually just shut them down for a turn.
2: Yeah. And you know the the launcher does really good damage too. You
0: yeah. Know. Yeah. It does not. It's
1: basically just a. It's decent to hit. have
2: in there, even just to shoot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interesting he has Wardens, and um, he just includes them um, just because if you come up against stuff that flies and you're using them as a screen, you, then, you know, a big unit or something that flies, flies and takes those mortal wounds. Um, I think for most people, I think it's the only list we've seen of Skywardens. That would be about right. Yeah obviously filled as some value in the Skymon and uh, retreat, the potential mortal wounds when you retreat as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He says what he does with the Ironclad is he will charge in, he use the command ability from the Admiral and then he attack first with the Thunderous. The and then he'll in with the Ironclad Onto some heroes or something valuable behind, which then puts his um, Admiral and Endron Masters into range for them to attack. So he actually uses the um, multiple um, activations to his advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because I would normally think of that as being, you know, like a, a drawback from that you know, from the combat boat sort of approach. Hmm. What else have I got written down on my notes? You know, we beat fire Hyas, Zinch, and Daughters of Cain. I think he actually tabled all of his opponents as well.
1: That's usually what happens with KO. Either, either you yeah. table your opponent or <laughs> you get tabled. There's yeah. no other outcome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think Daughters of Cain was the only... I think all the others were, like, quite quick, I think it was only Daughters of Cain that took a while. can't remember why. Maybe it was Hagnar? Probably.
1: Yeah, Daughters of Cain was uh, surprisingly tough.
0: Well, what I-, that I-, been- I and then another 5-plus. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and lots of bodies. With three rolls. <laughs> yeah I think. interesting uh, interesting as well that he makes use of the uh admiral And I mean he's got two sources of battleship community as well hmm interesting um, but yeah i mean he's, he's got uh two units of 10 funders which are going to do a fair bit of damage Oh yeah, the ironclad as well. It's just a threat on its own. Absolutely, yep. uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it's 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 a twenty thunders an ironclad. It'll just
0: yeah, yeah. and it's got, got the gun hauler to you know take walk, take wounds off it and then two to I mean, heal it as well.
1: You said to yeah. the tabled fire slayers, right? That's pretty impressive. Yeah,
2: yeah. No kidding.
1: Like, like you don't <laughs> just do that. That's not a thing that. You can just do, yeah that's <laughs>
2: that's that's a feat,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you know i was I was thinking about it too, having the the ten thunders, you know two blocks of ten like that, uh it can kind of mitigate your overkill as well, you know with uh yeah
0: that's a good point, yeah, yeah. it also gives them some flexibility if you want to just yep. units on our objective, hmm
2: you
0: can mm-hmm. half of them. And then he's not going you know, up. or either have my funders there. Yeah. And then as empty. he's got a bit more choice. Um,
2: like I think that's like the big brain of this list, Phil. I think you you nailed it. This this list is pretty freaking big. brain, dude. That. Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm, gonna try, I'm gonna have to try that. Splitting. Well, up. Block.
0: Yeah. If when lockdown ends and he, once he gets COVID to go uh, to a two day tournament, what right happens there?
2: Well, you know, it's a shame that uh, COVID basically made it to where we'll never have tournaments again, so I guess <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah,
1: ah, <laughs> uh, they'll come back, <laughs> we'll get them eventually. Um, I think we're actually gearing up to do some in July, August.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're playing games again now in, uh, in New Zealand. Seeing pictures of people going around people's houses and wearing masks and stuff. So we're slowly creeping back to it, even if it is up a country. Yeah. Let's see. Um, nope. The- it's an interesting list. Um, it's got lots of different tools. It's got it's playing. Uh, it's got tools for every little different thing, rather than just doing one or two of them really well. Yeah, I think that's the key there. And it's amazing what you can fit in a list if you don't have a battalion. Yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. Yeah. So to start, lastly, I kind of clear it mostly just because it played in the Tabletop Simulator tournament. Hmm. So this is really sort of the most recent sort of competitive list out there Um, because there's not (laughs) not been any other tournament. Mm -hmm. So it did did fairly well. (laughs) There were were two um, (laughs) KO's. list in there unfortunately the um the other one didn't do quite so well um but it's interesting because they both lost to the same seraph on this um which that's ultimately won the tournament so um the the that didn't do quite so well um i think you watched the show actually There's, i got a the other guy um yeah it shouldn't feel bad about losing losing that game at the very least because uh if you lose to the person that wins the tournament, you should, hey. yeah, you know, so you a lot. Of, yeah, you're in the same boat as a lot of other people. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you're in KO, you want to be in a boat. So.
2: Hey.
0: So um, uh, this, yeah, this this is by a guy called uh, Darren Quirk. Um, Barrett Zilfin. He has an admiral, uh, which is the general with the Zilfin Command trait Master Commander has the Zilfin uh, Artifacts, uh, Staff for okra Optimization. Then he has the Navigator of the Voidstone Orb. Then an Endromaster Master on foot, two units of Archonots, one unit of Free uh, Endra Muggers, ten Thunderers. Um, I'm assuming in this list and in day games that they have rifles because I'm not I've not seen anything to say that they didn't. Um and then he's got two frigates and an ironclad. The ironclad has the volley cannon and the last word and he has the attack squadron. Uh which is nineteen nineteen total.
2: I think uh last word with volley cannon is is pretty tops <laughs> top top tops.
0: Yeah. Especially I think you can uh if you're inclined to do it you can Play some mind games with your opponent as well. If you just keep reminding them of the fact that if they charge your ironclad, you could potentially shoot 24 times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it won't be 24. That's some. (laughs) I mean, if, if anything, it's more sporting to tell them. Of course. Because yeah, if you yeah. don't tell them, they go, "Oh, I want a chance if I am." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that sort of thing. Secret is not fair. So exactly. Um. So, I mean, we have seen a, a lot of literal attack Squadron. It, yeah. So I think a lot of people get a lot of play out of being able to get the Arcanauts out after after the movement. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I think too because you know, they don't suffer from the the nine inches away from a an objective like a hitcher would. So being able to kind of move and then plop them onto an objective, uh kind of straight away they get their their bonuses from being on an objective. That's just I mean, that kind of shines a light on that right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think um another uh, thing about this list is he's, he's not trying to avoid the command trait for Zilfin, which he could easily do if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. He's obviously playing into that with the Admiral um to get the uh the extra uses of, of command abilities and things. So uh yeah, I'm assuming he's
2: or maybe he's maybe he's listening to this podcast like what? I could leave out the Admiral and not <laughs>
0: have to take that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Yeah, I mean it's it's something I think there is plenty playing um with using command abilities to just give reverse wands a lot. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have that many buffs really, other than Apocal, yeah, Chemist. So and the Chemist can't can't use it in a boat anyway. So yeah, I guess you can play into that a bit. I mean the ships are going to be re-rolling ones anyway. So I guess he's going to mostly use it on the Thunderers, going to the Arknauts. If you get those Arknauts no. onto an objective, they'll be on a three plus to hit anyway. Yeah, you,
1: you, you'd use it on the on the Thunder. It, it just does more.
0: There. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the Ender rig is, I guess... Uh, I mean, he's got a little bit of healing with the Ender Master as well, so I guess it will combine that a bit, but I would imagine he's using the Ender as more as a... as we talked about before, as a cheeky little tagging unit, or Objective
3: grabbing unit, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Fan of the Voidstone Orb here. I think that's a really good addition. Um, I think being able to dispel a crucial bridge or something like that mm-hmm. is something that I would have fancied. Um, certainly, well, in my last tournament. Um, but I think that's uh, something that we could all do with a bit of, because we don't have much skin in the magic game. Yeah. You like- meant-
0: Yep. his first game he played Grey Water Fastness. That's exactly what he did with the Void Stone Orb. Oh, there you go. There
3: you go. <laughs>
0: um so uh, yeah, we came like, twelve. Uh, twelve out so there's thirty people in that tournament. Um I think Seraphon was first and second place. Hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you don't want to look at those surf on this because they're basically Croak and Salamanders, and that's it.
2: Yeah, yeah didn't the didn't one guy have like seven you know, or seven? You know,
0: seven. You know, probably. Yeah, probably.
2: Gotta fill that yeah. battle line.
0: Well, the, the Sora's Guard just to make Croak tankier. Yeah. Because I think, um, I, I don't know for certain that's what Darren tried to do. I think I know that at least. Well, I'm not sure which, which of the two Calderon overalls players did it, but at least one of them, maybe both, tried to just right, go for the Alva Strike and just go, I'll uh, uh, kill Croak, and then none of mm. none of the Salamanders can come onto the board, and whoever tried it, or both of them, because they both lost to the same list, so it could have been both. Um, at least one of them failed, because minus one to hit, with cover in that pyramid and then passing wounds off onto five source card, which is 10 wounds on a two plus. Not much gets through that. Yeah, no. No. There's minus one from lookout, so as well. I think if you. Um, I, don't know, I think I don't know, maybe like the full Alpha Strike list where like Gary's list could maybe do it.
2: You'd have you'd have to be able to get in and touch the croak in combat. Mm. I don't think the I don't think being able to shoot him would
0: Yeah. It's something that's made me think about when you do mortal wounds. Mm. What's quite interesting is obviously any mortal wounds you put on, say in the hero phase within the spells they just get passed on to the Soros Guard, so you just, you know, you're, you're in this, your valuable mortal wounds are just going on to a chaff unit. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you can put them on later on, then you can maybe put them on after you've shot, then you can shoot off the Saurus Guard, where you're not also then mitigating your shooting lookout Look out, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for instance, like how do you think you get on against... Uh, that with, with your list fill with your mortal wound output from your charging
3: oh, just, just uh, I think the mortal wound output works more if you've got a sort of a bigger base or a bigger unit that you're fighting um, I think the seraphon might be able to screen out wherever Krog is I think that would probably be the issue
0: pyramid yeah yeah <laughs> I,
3: I think I think I think you need enough things next to it like well, you can't you can't just touch it with one, one on of the, your ships.
2: The pyramid is fifty fifty chance that he gets it yeah. since you roll for sides. You know beforehand he might not even get the pyramid.
0: I mean, I'm assuming they even have the pyramid because it's tabletop simulator. So they might not even have the. <laughs> so i am assuming they did. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? How? How would you guys approach that? Would you trying to kill Chrome as albinos? on the border would you play a slower game mm.
3: with my list I'd play a slower game I think if you had 20 Thunderers or you had Gary's list I think you've got a good chance of uh, doing if not even if you're not getting him of just lifting enough off but I think if you're playing attack squadron or if you're playing uh, Dave Kane's style of list I think you've got to play it slower and play it from the back
0: yeah yeah yeah, because we've looked at a lot of different lists here, so you've got to play to the strengths of whatever list you've got. So, yeah. And also, it's,
3: it, it, I think it's important not to white room uh, these discussions about like how would KO beat Seraphon. Like, the, the game's not happening in a vacuum. It's like, how do you beat them on three places of power is a very different answer to how you beat them on Blood and Glory. And yeah. Yeah. It, might, it might be about accepting a minor. I think that's something I'd like to do a lot better either a minor victory or a minor defeat um mm. and actually deliberately playing for that early on if you really think you're outmatched um I don't know enough about the croak matchup yet I haven't tried it on TTS um but it seems it seems like a tough a tough cookie for us um but so so much of this stuff is battle plan dependent that yeah I think it's uh, I think you've really got to play to sort of the win condition on that map which is an easy thing to say but sure um, you know, I think just saying kill croak. It's kind of like when people said about Slanesh just shoot the heroes. It's like, well, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Easy 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 said. But... <laughs>
0: one hero, come on. yeah. Shoot multiple three free free keepers, there's a big difference to shooting
3: one. So... Oh yeah. One of my one of my favorite games Oh dear. Sorry my about... going a bit crazy.
2: No, he brought up a good point, though the dog, you know.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I think I think we should listen to him.
0: Yeah. A Griffon, you got there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, we should definitely. The missions is what kind of makes the game.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. It's it's not the army. Like, we can talk about uh, armies, like. Like, uh, if it, if it was there's there's no mission that is actually just kill your enemy like there's some that get close like the one where you've got to capture four objectives on the board at once to win like that that often turns into just a slugfest but there's there's there are armies especially like us that could just grab all four get a quick win and turn two or three
0: yeah yeah.
1: That's good.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, I think what's encouraging is we've... uh, Is it seven lists that we had? Yeah. Half a dozen, at least. Um, And there's a lot of variation there. There's a lot of things that people are playing playing very differently and still well. We're still
1: experimenting. Um, we haven't found the list, which is nice. Honestly, it's nice yeah. to not have an army that, like OBR, where you take it took a week, and then they're like, "Oh, this is how you play OBR," yeah. and then mm-hmm. that's what you saw from then mm-hmm.
0: on. Yeah, well, I think it's a, it is the, the kind of the case with most armies, isn't it? I think that's in, in sort of what I was almost incorrectly saying with Seraphon then as well is. People going, oh well, this is how you play Seraphon. You just spam salamanders, but it's really not necessarily the case with most armies, is it? There is more depth to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. I think one of the things to emphasize as well though is that you know, this isn't forty K. Like in 40k, although you've got like various builds that will always be the strongest with each army, there's a tremendous amount of customization down to the unit level that you have, which um can sometimes explain or give you the tools to sort of access different things in your in your battle. And um, the EOS armies are all micro factions, with the exception of maybe like Skaven um, and war clans or something like that. There's you've you really got very small ranges for several really important factions. And within those small ranges, there's even less units that are sort of OP and spammable. And so it, I think it's an evolving game in a way that, you know, 40k is a lot broader and so when you're looking at the kind of books that come out for us and think like um, KO or Deepkin or something like that there is there's going to be two or three styles in there there's not going to be 50 totally different lists there are going to be like a few variations in terms of style and I think it's a good book where you have that and I think I think this is a good book it can be fiddly and frustrating but I think you have like quite defined styles in there which I think is cool and um, like Dave Kane's list it's totally different to mine. It's totally different to Gary's. It's quite different to Cron's. Um, yeah. yeah, and Gary and Dave's are the same, but I would say um, Dave's and Gary's, for example, are very different. And I think that's it's kind of cool that we have those playstyles, even in a, even in a limited faction in terms of model range.
0: Yeah, very definitely. I, Ko,
1: uh, I've, I've tried other armies. Ko will always be my favourite. AOS army and the thing I'm going to take to every tournament.
3: You could be, I, th- I think. you could be anyone with with Ko. I think. I think. I think that's the the biggest sort of compliment that you can give them is that you've got skin in the game versus almost every army. Whereas yeah. I think there's lot. I, th- I think, for example, OBR, I think are a, a nailed on four one army. But there's so much out there in the meta that gives OBR a terrible time, like. Zinch into OBR is so Zinch favoured, it's crazy.
0: We've got game into Zinch. Yeah. Like
3: I think I think it's Zinch favored, but we've got game into them. Um yeah. but like OBR, everyone's like, you know, they're super strong. I agree they are super strong. Good luck playing Iron Jaws into Big Wars. Uh, Iron Jaws into OBR or something like that. But um OBR are gonna hit a brick wall with quite a lot of matchups. I think that's quite a quite an interesting thing. Whereas I think KO obviously you can get shafted by a bad battle plan. But I think there's very few armies that you're like, oh no, this isn't gonna work. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah.
3: just because shooting is just that that strong. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The ability to do damage without them doing damage back is just so strong, and it 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 can get it can get you it can clutch you through Mm -hmm. any matchup if you're if you're just
2: just smart about it. And if you're there, I mean, yeah.
0: You yeah, know, it's the shooting and the, the lack of buffs in some ways, you know, the lack of, like, oh, there's this hero that gives this really amazing buff that actually makes some of these lists and play styles work because, like, for instance, Dave Kane's sort of MSU sort of style list works because you, you still have the damage output if you need it in some ways because, you know, those MSU units can still shoot at the same target. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're not relying on putting a, a buff on a unit that because you're spending X amount of points on a hero, you then need mm-hmm. the unit to be a certain size to make it worthwhile. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that's what gives us some of that freedom. Yeah. And, yeah, the limitations in some ways.
3: And I think it, I've, I've never experienced anything like the fly high movement phase. Like, you yeah. don't have to... In a sense, like, you almost don't have to think about your deployment uh, if you want to play safe. Like, you can't just put everything on the backboard and nothing's going to hit you as long as you're screened properly. Um, but also, it makes your movement phase totally different. Like, I think one of the things that always gets... So, I, I play Skaven, is my other main army, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I'm always uh, scrambling for time when I'm playing Skaven because I'm like, well, I physically got to move all these models first. And there is oh, a bit yeah. of, ad, there's a lot of admin involved. The, whatever else you play, there's a lot of admin usually. Um, and with KO, there's just zero. You're just like, I don't have to measure where I'm going because I can go anywhere as long as I'm nine away. Um, you, can, you can think about it purely from a sort of strategic perspective and you can just be like, right, okay, where exactly am I going to move? And you can make a, make, a, make a move, you can take it back. You can, I, I don't know, there's, there's lots of little micro things around the technical side of the game that you don't have to think about with KO that gives you, at least gives me, a bit more space to think about the actual strategy of it, which I find helpful. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, it's you, you, You're you you're basically living by that nine-inch uh, measuring stick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The other thing is if you compare it to the old style of KO is which was kind of like before like It
1: was very well it was either you, you, you had one ship that teleported once or you were just a a a firing line.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more of like the teleport once, whereas you really had to think about the long term strategy of where you were teleporting to because uh, once you're there you're there and then you've got to sort of like you, you really could move 12 but you know you, you were you're gonna move you, you couldn't just then teleport again later on the, like, the big difference between sort of a once game teleport and teleport every turn
3: because of that freedom yep. you have yeah hmm disengage is underrated as well disengage is absolutely busted. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> it, it's I just the, totally it's the skipped old... that when I first read over the book. Totally skipped it.
0: Well, because yeah, you compare it to fly high, and you think, "Well, why would I do that?" But then, when once you start realizing it's an objective-based game, um, <laughs> yeah. and that doesn't mean you have to be nine inches away. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Um, it's it's the old thunderous. It's it's basically the old thunderous slingshot. Is how you use it. Mhm. Yeah. Um, just get the drop on them. They 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 think you've, they've got you locked down by hitting you in combat, you just fly off. I'm on your objective now, and your unit's probably dead from like shooting. Thunder's at them. Mhm.
3: Yeah. And also, I think um, this is an advantage that we have that I think will decay over time as people get used to playing against it But after you've explained KO to someone, even if you've played them a few times a lot of them are saying, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard this as well, but they'll say, wait, how come you moved within nine of me there? Like, and you've either just moved, you've done a normal move or you've disengaged. And I think they get used because when you're explaining it, you're saying, look, I can fly high anywhere on the board, nine inches away from you, or I can normal move normally. But I think the thing that sticks in people's heads is, oh, so so you kind of got to be nine away. Whereas like, and there's huge chunks of the game. You just say, okay, now I'm just going to move these two frigates. Like, right in front of your block of 40 guys, and they're yeah. like, well, what? So you have to be, not, and you're like, oh, no, it's just a move. But yeah, yeah. that'll probably, th- those kind of sort of cheesy advantages will probably disappear soon, but yeah. I, like, I find that happens relatively frequently. Yeah.
0: And also with the, the Zilf and Hero phase, as well, yeah. so then obviously you move again into movement phase, and you're like, oh, well, yeah, I, I was nine inches away, but now I'm <laughs> moving again. <laughs> Yeah, but, you, know, people, you you
1: you know, cannot screen out the Zilfen the Zilfin jump. Just and yeah, yeah. Zilfen, you you go where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's nice. Um, my phone is about to die. I'm on one percent now, so well, I might have to, to leave.
0: I think it's a good time to end anyway. So yeah. it, so.
1: <laughs> well, well thanks, thanks for coming on, Phil, and being part of our rambling.
0: No problem. I really
3: enjoyed it. Thanks for the invitation.
0: Yeah. So and uh, hopefully we can have you on again sometime. So.
3: Sounds good. Uh,
0: thank you, Dan, as well, for uh, managing to make a whole show this time.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the kid's fine.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Didn't leave the window well, open. I'm,
1: I'm just glad everyone who everyone who's important to this show could make it today. <laughs>
0: He's gone. <laughs> oh no, there he is. <laughs> okay, well, thank you all. And um yeah, like and subscribe and all that jazz. And uh yeah, trust Appomatix We'll see and- you next time. See you yeah. later fellas. Everybody. Kisses. Bye.